Welcome back to the L series. We are on segment three, and I'm delighted to continue this journey to creating an awesome year with you. So thanks once again for being here. Let's connect. Did you follow the steps in the last segment? If you did, you now know which area of your life is calling you. You would also know why you would get the greatest return if you put all your focus and attention on that area of life by having explored at least seven whys. Before we move into the next step, I just want to make sure that you, my audience, are with me and that you understand that to get the benefit out of these series, you must actually follow the steps. You see, this series isn't for inspiration only, though I do hope you're inspired. You'll only ever have a better life if you're willing to invest, and that means taking action by following the steps. If you didn't, please could you go back and do them? I assure you that you'll be greatly rewarded with deep and meaningful insight and clear direction for where you want to go. If you did do this, now is the time to congratulate yourself. You're well on the way to success. I do hope you experience lots of pleasure that comes with focusing on gratitude. I know that for me, that step alone blows my mind away and really opens me to even greater levels of commitment for the upcoming year. Did you get to experience that? Great. So now for step number six. What is that specific commitment that is both doable and sustainable that you want to adopt that will take you in the direction of greater fulfillment in your life. Here's what I want you to do. Focus on the area you've chosen. Got it? Now, visualize yourself living in the ideal version of it. So just take a moment to close your eyes and see where are you? Are you at home? Are you outside? Are you at work? Where are you? What are you doing? Who's around you? How are you feeling as you actually engage in the experience of the ideal in that area of your life? Once you can really see yourself there, ask yourself the following three questions. The first one is, who is it that I must become in order for that vision of the ideal to become my reality? See, in order to have anything, you must be willing to become it. So who is it that I must become in order for that vision of the ideal to become my reality? Question number two. What behavior would I have to adopt or what behavior would I have to release in order to step into and live my ideal version of that area of life? So either adopting a behavior or giving up a behavior. And then finally, question number three, what's an action step I can take daily to make that behavior a habit? So you want to take time to answer, focus, meditate on each one of these questions and answer what's true for you. Let's 
tune into Shira once again and hear what answers she comes up with. Shira's area of life she chose was financial. Her fulfilling vision was where money comes to her easily for all her needs and wants. What would actually give her fulfillment there is not so much the flow of money per se, but all the things she could do with it that are very meaningful to her. Her answer to question number one was, I must believe in the possibility of living a life where all my needs and wants can come easily to me. And I must believe that I'm really deserving of it just for being me. This is the kind of person I must become. I invited her to start by focusing just on one of these points, though both were really, really relevant. And the reason why I focused her on one point was because the more you break it down, the more you are assured of success. See, we tend to think the bigger the commitment is, the better. But actually in life, small commitments that are sustainable over time are the ones that truly yield the biggest results. Next, Shira considered what behavior she would have to adopt. And what she said was that she needs to adopt a new belief, which is everything is possible for me. So in this case, it's not so much a behavior but rather a belief, which I helped her then translate into a behavior by asking her what would be different in her life if she lived by that belief and how would it bring her closer to her vision of the ideal? She said if she thought everything were possible for her, she would begin to sincerely ask Hashem for all her needs, big and small, and really believe that Hashem is responding to those requests. See what she noticed with honest introspection was that currently she didn't really ask for things or pursue opportunities because she didn't think that success was possible for her. But now, as she adopts this more expanded belief, it will impact her behavior and her reliance on Hashem, which would really draw more possibilities into her life. So I asked her in line with question number three, how was she actually going to do this on a daily basis so that she can make this new belief, her habit, belief, and behavior? Here's what she said. She would take five minutes every morning to think about her upcoming day and all the help she needed and then turn that into a personal tefillah to Hashem. Then, before she goes to sleep at night, she would reflect on her day and identify at least one way in which she could see Hashem had responded to her specific requests. This was an extremely powerful commitment and would certainly take her in the direction of her ideal vision. So you want to take the time to really consider each of the three questions and identify, identify a clear and specific action step. Now, yours might not look anything like Shira's commitment, but what would need to be the same is that the commitment is directly connected to your vision and that you can see how it would help you become more than what you currently are so that you can have a greater outer reality than what you currently have.
As we expand our inner reality, we directly affect and expand our outer reality. Now, this is what lends it to being both doable and sustainable. See, the mistake most people have in taking on a new commitment, in creating a better, in creating a better version of themselves, is that it's based on some external should rather than an internal want. And therefore, it doesn't last. What do I mean? Things like, I should have more Kavana. I should stop speaking Lashonhara. These are great commitments, but as you probably know, don't actually last as they are adopted from the outside, in which rather than something from the inside that is then expressed outwards. So how can you tell if it's doable and sustainable? For it to be doable, it needs to be clearly defined. When will you do it? And how will you do it? Notice Ashira's answer. She's very clear about what she's going to do and when she's going to do it. For it to be sustainable, it needs to be small enough and easy enough so that you can see yourself following through successfully. So check in with yourself. Is it easy enough for me to do this every day until I've mastered this behavior? Shira definitely agreed that it was, this was the case for her. And finally, for it to be sustainable, you do need to see a powerful return for the effort. So here's one final question for this segment. You following me? You're doing well. Here's the question. How specifically will you benefit if you followed through on this commitment every day? Shira had some really insightful things to say. First, she said, I feel so supported as I go through my day knowing that I have invited Hashem in. I don't have to do this alone. I would feel like I'm really living my life with Hashem. Every day would be an adventure in seeing how my bakashas get answered. And as I notice those answers in my day, my belief in possibility will really pick up. And I would allow myself to expand out more in life. As I expand out more in life, my vision of a life where all my needs and wants are provided for would become my reality. She's come full circle. This is an awesome realization. Would you agree? One small commitment repeated daily would take Shira directly to the fulfillment she is seeking. What's important for you to realize is that in an effort to get what Shira wants, she needs to expand who she is. This then is what I was referring to in the very first segment. Every pathway to fulfillment requires that you add and expand who you currently are. As you do that, you add to those around you, which in turn adds to the world, making you a worthy candidate for the gift of another year of life. This then is one way of being prepared for Yom Hadim, one that is guaranteed to succeed as it is based on what is true for you and the next step you personally need to take. So let's summarize step six. First, focus on your ideal version of your area of choice. Next, ask yourself, who is it that I must become in order for that vision of the ideal to become my reality? 
then what behavior would I have to adopt or what behavior would I have to release in order to step into and live my ideal version of that area of life? Finally, what's an action step I can take daily to make that behavior a habit? And then ask yourself, what rewards will I have if I were to stick with this? Make sure you check in to see that the commitment is really doable and sustainable. Now that we have dealt with the DIN aspect of Rosh Hashanah, remember there are two themes that we spoke about, in our next and final segment, we'll focus on a final step on how to bring the concept of Malchus Hashem, crowning Hashem, as king to a practical level so that here too you are ready to experience Rosh Hashanah from a place of deep peace, knowing that you've prepared yourself, done your part, and that you will, Be'ezus Hashem, be blessed with a truly abundant and successful year in all areas. Thanks for tuning in today. I look forward to completing this with you next week in Hashem. Meantime, be well. Have a beautiful day.